AFM 99.9. The sound of Byron and beyond. You're tuned here to your beautiful community radio station, Bay FM, the heart of the community here in Byron, pumping out, but not the only heart. There's many good things in the community that we can be so proud of and that we love to support, especially when they give so much back to us uh, nutrition-wise, what feeds our belly, feeds our soul, and also feeds our mind. So I'm very happy to welcome into the studios Lovely Jolene Ryan, the CEO of Santos. Hello, Jolene. Good morning. How are you? I'm really good. And also? Paula. Hi, Rosella. How are you? Really good. Thanks so much, Paula, for um, organizing this. What's your role at uh, at Santos? I'm the general manager's assistant, um, but I've also, in the last six months, been leading the Grow the Growers project that we'll be talking about today. Wonderful. And you're also here to assist Jolene on your first radio debut. Yes, I'm very nervous. <laughs> We've got lots of great things to talk about, but really happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. And as I was saying, you know, nerves are, are that representation of something because, but that you care about something. Mm. And I know Tracy, um, our new station manager, Tracy Hutchinson, she was on air uh, for the first time on Friday. And she said, after 40 years of broadcasting, you know, I still get nervous. And that means you care mm. about what it is that you're doing. So I'm glad to welcome you both mm. and, and your nerves in here. <laughs> uh, so, Jolene, how long have you been part of Santos? And when did that all kind of start for you? Yeah, so I'm I am from America, from the states, but I am now a, now a citizen, uh, which is very exciting. But I've been here since 2014 in the area, and all up with Santos, I've been been there seven years. So in the CEO position, I've been here five years, just anniversary beginning of June, which is very exciting, and a lot's happened in those five years. Mm. And yeah. what, what was your background before um, being yeah. involved with Santos? Yeah, my background. Um, Originally was retail, but it was soft line, so fashion, um, when I was in the States. And I became a yogi, so I was a yogi for about 10 years. Um, was about to open my own business in the States, and then I decided I wanted to travel and see the world. And Australia has always been one of those amazing places, and Byron Bay was that, um, I don't know, bringing me back to my roots of Texas, which is where I'm from, from the hill country, which people don't think Texas has. Um, but it was very, my mom was a hippie. My dad was a farmer. Like we had, we raised all of our own stuff, food, our animals, everything we ate. So I kind of came back to my roots coming here. It became very nostalgic. And um, I came to Australia to have more of that pioneering, like, you know, again, just that more creative, coming back to my roots, getting my hands in the dirt, whatever it is. And I think I run faster now than when I lived in and worked in New York City. <laughs> so I came here to actually slow down a bit, but it hasn't happened, but that's okay. It's been a great journey. Especially the pace that, you know, the, this area is, yes. is moving yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and evolving into. Mm. And Paula, what's a little bit about your background before you joined? And when did you join um, as the assistant to the CEO? Oh, well, I'll start from the beginning. I mean, yeah, I've been a local to the Northern Rivers for the last 25 years, Um I studied naturopathy at Southern Cross University in Lismore and practiced naturopathy for a good 10 years and then just transitioned by chance into um, project management and communications work for -for not-for-profits. My partner and I have also um, always grown our own food um, organically and, um, yeah, we feel like we've lived and breathed the the Northern Rivers lifestyle. We've lived off-grid. We've, yeah, aimed to live a healthy, balanced lifestyle. And, uh, yeah, I'm really happy to be working at Santos. It feels really well aligned. Yeah, and all the good things. I I usually feel that within all of the people that work at Santos, that they all have a story. It would be nice to 
to do the Santos, you know, stories yeah. of, of how people find their way in. It's sort of like the Bay FM presenters. Who are these people? You know, you kind of you feel like you know them because you see them so often. But, yeah, what are their stories? So it's lovely to have you both in the studios and to be sharing your own, but also the Santos story. Uh, so the thing that I was most interested in, I mean, all of these incredible um, emails that come through with your newsletters, who puts those newsletters together um, every month? Because they are just packed with gems of goodness. Yeah, it's. I think it's a right now. It's a team effort. We've had um, you know some changes. We've um, usually a marketing manager would do it. Mike John was our most recent marketing manager. Um, he left in December for different reasons because the area, et cetera, and his family's gone overseas to travel. Um, but they generally head that up. Um, in the meantime, it was, I guess, me, Paul, and Andrea have been really holding that piece. Um, so it's been a team effort since Mike has left. And we've just recently hired a barefoot marketing agency that's going to help us. And they're so excited to be working with us. Again, it's it's a marketing, well, what they say, not our, not our words, but their, their dream job, you know, to be able to work for Santos because there's so much to talk about. So much untapped potential when it comes to everything that we do and, we'll, and more things we want to be doing, basically. But it's team effort. Yeah, for sure. And with the so let's just start with this one particular project and then we can branch off into anything else that kind of comes mm-hmm. as well because it, it took my it, it I, I took my fancy because you know supporting local farmers as the last I guess even said and as we all know that farming is is such a difficult uh, and really becoming more recognized but at the same time it never ceases to be. Um, a real labor of love, you know, for our farmers. So what way does Santos um, like or or what way is Santos offering to really assist farmers that uh, want to branch into perhaps being able to sell their goods as organic goods? Mm. Yeah, it's probably going to go between me and Paula talking about this. So the specific um, project that's kind of stemmed from really Mike John, he was working with Andrew Cameron quite a lot from council as as, as well as many other people um, within the community. Um, Andy from the farm and Blair from the farmer's footprint. So there's lots of community connections that are there. Um, I'm not a farmer. I'm very passionate about organics. Um, I eat very healthfully. I'm a health coach as well. But when it comes to what we're doing currently is this project's been going pretty strong for the last 15 months, um, and especially the last six months, um, that we've really kind of honed what we wanted to do for um, the local farmers, which is what we were trying to figure out, how can we help? We went from wanting to have our own verification process so that we could actually bring in, um, if it's hobby farmers, local farmers, whatever it was, and that wasn't met all that positively from quite a few people so we kind of re-looked at that and then we also didn't want to actually actually be the police anymore like we we are looked upon as quite important in the community and that's one piece that we don't probably want to be doing right now so we really just want to focus on the food bit um nathan burton has also been quite um, instrumental with working with us on that when it comes to certifications and how we can actually get the verifications going um, Dave Forrest, um, that I'm sure most people know in the area, is one of the great farmers, um, one of the beginners and from the very beginning. So we've had some really strong relationships with different farmers and ha- what, what's going to work best for our community. And um, as Santos Organics, we still feel really keen that we need to be doing certified organics, um, even though we want that flexibility. So this Grow the Growers um, element is that we've got Tier 1, which is certified organics of the suppliers we currently use, anybody else that wants to come on board. And then taking that next step is who wants to go in conversion, if they're already in conversion or want to become in conversion. So then that's where we've put our most recent funding is into the in-conversion population. So we're, we're really helping to promote those farmers that 
it might be a bit more challenging. We want to make sure they have a place to supply their goods to in the meantime, because that can be really challenging for those farmers in the beginning, that they have nowhere to go because they won't take it unless it's certified organic. So we want to be that that in-between, but also hopefully they're going to keep supplying to us once they become converted. Yeah. But it's okay if they don't. Yeah, We just want to do the right thing for everybody. Yeah, wonderful. And Paula, how did it uh, how did it come together for you? How did you, you you start to you know put this out there, and what kind of work has gone into mm. getting this going? Yeah, well, I mean, really, the seeds were planted for the project a few years ago when we developed our three year strategic plan, which we're just coming to the end of now. Um, but uh, yeah, and our produce managers have always been engaging with local farmers and suppliers, and we've been progressively working towards increasing the amount of produce that's be- that's grown in the northern rivers. Um, but uh, yeah, I suppose like Jolene said, the focus has really been over the last twelve months and Mike Yarn's work, um, making connections and having lots of discussions with various groups in the community, um, and then yeah, deciding on our tier program where we accept organic and organic in conversion produce. So yeah, I've been um, leading our small project team within Santos Organics. We've got four of us, including the project manager at Mullum and the, our ethics specialist, Olivia, um, Jolene and myself. And we've had some input from one of our directors, Jolien Burnett as well, who has extensive um, experience in the agricultural sector in, in the region. So um, yeah, I've been you know, reaching out, we've been reaching out to find the farmers who are the growers who, who are in conversion or wanting to convert to organic. And we had a lot of support from um, the Australian Organic Limited, the, the peak body for organic certification in Australia, and, um, and also, yeah, support from Northern Rivers Food. We've been just trying to spread the word um, through the ECHO, um, on our website, and uh, yeah, we were, we were really pleased to get the 13 applications we received for, for funding. Yeah, and what does this funding help them to do? So what are some of the major hurdles, I guess, which can also be huge expenses for a farm that's um, that wants to transition into organic and it maybe is doesn't it can't even take the first step to be in conversion or, or recognized as being in conversion yeah. well the certification fees are the first barrier and people sort of think wow to, it's around two thousand dollars a year the initial certification can be up to two and a half thousand dollars um there's a big time investment in that as well you, you do an online application you assist an on-site audit you need to um, track your inputs, your outputs, your activities. Um, you have to develop a farm management plan. So it, there is work involved as in well taking as that step. growing what, what you're already growing and trying to exactly. survive on that. Yeah. yeah, and so the certification fees are one cost amongst many because farmers often, if they don't own their land, they have to lease it. They have to cover equipment, infrastructure, um, labour, because it's pretty hard to run a farm on your own. Um, and all those costs are really, um, really do add up. So, I mean, what we're offering is a drop in the ocean, really, um, but it's a little boost to help people cross the line um, and, and to make it a bit easy to maintain that certification and, and get there, get that full organic certification. And that way we're growing the number of farmers who can provide local, fresh, organic food to our community. And also things like soil testing, you know, how, how often is that done or, or in what stage of the, the process 
is that is that something that needs to be done as a as a begin you know as a sort of part of the application to have this all tested? And Absolutely, yeah. So after the online application, an on-site audit is arranged, and that includes the soil testing. So samples are taken; they're taken to the lab. Um, the results are analysed, and depending on what comes back, that will determine how long that farm needs to be in conversion. So it can be as little as twelve months if that farmer has already been following organic farming practices and the soil tests come back clean. Um, and a maximum of three years. So, yeah, we're we're happy to support um, all our farmers through that whole process, depending on how, you know, regardless of how long it is. But, in fact, all of the applicants have been following organic farming practices already for a number of years, and we expect those soil tests to come back clean. Yeah. yeah. And that was 13 that, that um, put applications to you, and out of those, how difficult was it to select eight that would you know, benefit from this particular uh, round of funding? Yeah, I mean, it, um, I'm going to lean on Paula a lot for this because she really did have the more intimate conversations, but... Um, we did develop an assessment criteria that we initially started with, but as we went through it, we realized there was a lot more that we needed to be asking questions. So we went through, how many questions were there initially? Uh, yeah, well, there were a good 10 to 15 questions and they were quite detailed questions. So we, we, we did a lot of information gathering to start with and then, then information checking as well along the way. And anybody um, that knows anything about grants or grant applications knows that it is thorough it you is. know and in depth and it has to be because so many yeah. people do you know i want and need support but to be able to really choose yeah i mean i, I don't know you'd just be like can we just give it to everyone yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah yeah and it was hard not being able to do that because there was you know every that, that applied was amazing and they had such great stories even one person that just wanted to get a farm started we're like you know that's amazing but you know we'll keep you you know earmarked you know for later but we really needed to get people that were already in had the momentum going um, for everybody involved, including themselves, so that you know we can just see more action happening at the moment. But those n- other people will stay there, and we'll keep helping wherever we can. Yeah. And where does the money come from that you provide to these um, growers? You know, does that come through the things that we buy in Santos and how the community supports? Yep, that exactly. You're right, Rosella. So it is very much the more you spend at Santos, the more we can give back. Um, so you know, we're going through trying times right now. I'm just you know to be transparent. So yes, the more we sp- you all spend, you know, it's the more we can give back. So it has been a challenging year to say the least. Yeah, because um, you said you really sort of had you were on such a roll, yeah. you know, as a lot of people were, and then yeah. COVID. Yeah, COVID happened, you know, the floods happened, you know, we had a lot of people that left the area, you know, now we've got the economy that's happening, you know, with inflation and everything. So there's a lot of changes happening. So it's, um, yeah, it's a different time, you know, for all of us, but it's, you know, the team is so positive, the customer is so positive, but yes, everything anybody spends at Santos um, is able to put more money back into the community. So we are not for profit, if you didn't know that already. So we are not for profit. So nothing goes into shareholders. Um, everything goes back to the infrastructure, our team, or the community is where our money goes. And so will this this Grow the Growers project, is that something that is a yearly or like annually going to happen? Or do you have to sort of wait for money to build back up again before you can um, disperse it out or, or offer this again? We do hope to offer it again next year. Um, we have earmarked some funds um, and we've uh, we we plan to s- provide ongoing support to the the recipients of this funding round as well because we want it. We're in for longevity. We're wanting to build relationships with the farmers, with their farm. We want to stock uh, their produce, put uh, give give our customers information about where their food's coming from to to create a connection between the food on the shelf and the farmer who grows that food. 
Um, so, yeah, we, we, we are looking at long-term goals um, and it, year by year we'll look at the funding. Um, we'd like to expand how we um, gain that funding as well, whether it's through grants um, or fundraising events. Uh, yeah, because, it, as I said before, it's a drop in the ocean. It, we, could, we could easily offer, if we had it, we would love to offer a whole lot more money to local farmers. Yeah, beautiful to start, yeah. to have it started. And just in addition to that, so we are looking, we will be looking in the future to potentially see if we can add to um, the customer contributing as well. So if they, I mean, not only shopping with us, but if they want to add specifically, if there's a farmer they want to be able to donate to, we'll have that option in the future. And we're also looking for the long-term longevity piece. It is something that's, I guess, our strategy, but, you know, it's, I'm very passionate about trying to develop a foundation that's around the growth of growers. So it's specifically a whole other business entity that we'd be really getting up and running, um, not just us Santos, but, you know, we're trying to get alliances around the community to do this because we know how important it is. So it's it's very much on our agenda to make this a very long-term, mm, well, somebody ongoing. Out there, yeah, somebody component. out there may be listening. What yeah. sorts of people are you looking for? Well, right now we're definitely looking for people that have money, you know, investors, you know, so we need people that, um, you know, I know Andrew Cameron from Council is looking for people that have land they want to lease. So uh, Grace is one of our um, Mullum, our Mullum produce manager. She's actually running the incubator um, program at the farm. She's works for us as well, but she's a landless farmer, but we're looking for you know, Andrew's trying to find people that can that have land to lease. So, you know, if there's owners out there that want to, you know, donate their land, if they're willing to lease it, you know, at a, a subsidized cost, whatever that is, get in touch with Andrew Cameron. But for us, it is that piece of um, if we can get money donated to us, we can actually put that money to good cause when it comes to the farmers because that's really our biggest connection right now is how do we help the farmers and what do they need? And we're working through that now. Yeah. Let's take a little break. Um, we'll come back and just do a little recap and a little reminder. So I'm, st- I'm speaking here and, and have the great, great honor and privilege of being up here. And my guests today are Jolene, from, uh, that's the CEO of Santos Organics, Jolene Ryan, and Paula, Paula Williams, who is assistant, but also a huge part of putting the Grow the Growers project together. So let's take a little break, listen to some of our beautiful sponsors who helped keep the station up and running. Bay FM 99.9, the community voice of Byron and beyond. On air and online. Beautiful little instrumental there. It's Fearless from Incognito. And I'm here with two fearless women in the studio, uh, Paula and Jolene, both from Santos Organics. And we were having a little conversation just before that break uh, about Grow the Grows. If you just joined us, maybe you've just jumped in your car, maybe you just put the radio on. But Grow the Growers is an incredible incentive for any farmer out there who is uh, aiming to to be supplying organic food uh in conversion. So the, the certifications are, are still the same, you were saying, weren't you, um, Paula? Yeah, that's right. So we're accepting in conversion, um, organic in conversion, it's called produce. And um, that means that the farms are following organic practices. They're meeting the exact same standards as a farm that is fully certified organic, but there is a transition phase. So, um, yeah, I just want to be clear to our customers that they, these farmers are following the exact same standards, the same requirements. Um, and we will be labelling which produce is in conversion, so it's clear. But um, but basically, you can you can trust that pro- that produce and enjoy. It's going to be amazing, super fresh, and really nutritious. 
I always have to be the devil's advocate here. Like it's like the labels do go missing sometimes. So if it's not labeled, that's why we want to make sure customers do know that's very trustable. So because unfortunately kiddos take labels off, things get moved around and yeah. So I, we're I, doing I, our best to label it, but we want the customer to feel confident that what they're getting is, is certified, you know, to the best of its ability. Yeah. I think just knowing the ethical practices that you, um, that you run your, mm. you know, or, or Santos Organics by, mm -hmm. and also knowing the work that goes into the research mm -hmm. for each product that you have in your store. I actually walk in there trusting that anything that I pick up um, is is great, you know, is going to be organic. Even if it's um, like a leaf that's stuck on the bottom of my shoe, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's great. I picked it's an organic. <laughs> Three-second rule. <laughs> yeah. Um, and let's just touch on, we've got a, a few more minutes. Let's just touch on some of, of the recipients that have been, um, uh, that are supported by you in this Grow the Growers uh, project that's been going on. Yeah, so um, we chose eight farms to support this year. Um, we've got Pepe Fassos from 560 Farms based in Lismore, Dave Warren of Green Cauldron Farm in Tyalgum, Simon Schaefer, the young farmer out at Wollongbar. He has, he's got an agroforestry farm called Makako. Uh, Tom and Nicole of Misty Creek Agroforestry, Andrew Cameron of Fig Rock Farm in Barringbar, Karen Gross of The Paddock in Mullum, and John Quayle of Maryfield's Organic Farm Stay. Um, and Margie Carter, sorry, of Mullumbimby. So um, of those eight, only um, half already were in conversion and the other half are in the process now of entering the certification system. So we're really happy to be able to support that process for them. Um, and we're already stocking some produce from Pepe Fassos um, of 560 Farms. He provides microgreens and beautiful, colourful, edible flowers um, and has the capacity to grow such a wide range of annual vegetables um, and as well, Green Cauldron Farm is supplying. We've got really fresh carrot bunches, beetroot bunches, silver beet, rainbow chard, kale, herbs, radishes. He's getting ready to supply rocket and celery and turnips. So, you I know, it's all excitement. happening. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy. We're so happy to get this going and to be, um, yeah, getting this beautiful, fresh local food in. Yeah, yeah, so, so incredible. I feel a little bit teary even, you know, mm -hmm. just uh, at, at hearing all of that. But also just where it's coming from when you're you're speaking about this, mm -hmm. both of you, you know, because that's, I think, you know, the most important thing is this authenticity behind what it is that you do and, and what is, is involving the community. Um, you've also got, I've noticed, Conscious Grounds. They've got a, a pretty, a pretty um, great uh, connection and uh, good suppliers to Santos Organics. Tell us a little bit about more, more about that lovely collaboration. Yeah, so we've got May and Richard over at Conscious Ground and their amazing team. It's been a really strong collaboration, especially in the last you know year. Um, we've been working strongly with them as getting them back into the stores to sell because they went, they were kind of regrouping, so they're. They have their market stall, and then they've got um, produce they sell to the restaurants, but then they exclusively sell to Santos right now. So the produce they sell in our stores is exclusive to us, which is exciting. And then we've also started having them making food in their own kitchens, so things that they're growing um, and they're making, and we're selling in our cafes. So we've got six products right now and growing. So really, really excited about that project as well. So it's um, it's we're looking at all angles of the business and how can we keep making it more local and supporting partnerships Um to keep the good vibes going because it is really exciting and they're so passionate and such good alignment with us as well. So, I mean, they're just doing amazing things. We can't say enough about their relationship and partnership with us. Very, very grateful. Incredible. So just in that little break, we were discussing future plans for uh, Santos Organics and, and Bay FM. Uh, so it'd be lovely to have a, we're going to create a regular segment 
where we are highlighting some of these farmers, bringing them into the studios as well, combining the conversations with them because we're talking about them, but it would also be really lovely to have them in the studios and to be sharing their stories and to for all of us to really hear where the heart of our food comes from, our organic food, because you know that connection to food and what we're putting into our bodies is in my opinion, the most one of the most important things that you could ever do, and and also knowing where your support goes and how much it it changes the lives and the livelihood of these people that we want to, um, you know, just celebrate, celebrate, give them a round of applause and hug them and and kiss them for all the goodness that they bring to us, and, and also to both of you. So thank you so much. We're going to have to wrap up, but I look forward. How was your first debut on radio? It was very amazing. You're great at facilitating it, so you've made me feel very at ease and excited to come back. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure you've got a lot to get on with today by the sounds of things. I really appreciate you coming in and taking the time. Um, To Jolene Ryan and to Paula Williams from Santos Organics, I look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Respect to the Bundjalung Nation. Bay FM 99.9.